fellow humans and mutants alike. My name is Kyle. I am with Danny. And we are back in space, traveling through Dawn of X once again, going back to X-Men. And this week we are doing X-Men issue number nine. Uh, kind of a cliffhanger from last week. Uh, the brood uh, invaded Earth and the search for the King Egg. And uh, we got uh, we got the Summers family kind of um, kind of uh, bailing bailing off of Earth, just trying to get a, a head start. And that's kind of where we left off. And that's where this episode picks up. What did you think of last uh, X Men? Last last uh, issue for this uh, was pretty good because that crash land on Earth was specifically oh, at man. Krakoa, and like, all. Perfect. Hell broke loose. Ooh, did it break loose, man? And yeah. Uh, yeah, we got to see some magic doing her thing, doing her captainy thing. Um, it was good times. It was good times. And then well, this... what I could tell, the the five are gonna have some work cut out for them because it looked like the brood were cutting through a few uh, just innocent bystanders here and there. So I think the resurrection protocols are gonna be put to test pretty soon. It's like a uh, Starbucks during like. Uh, during rush hour just like they're all like oh shit man we got like a big order coming in man we gotta pick up the pace <laughs> they're having a they're having a covid year for deaths where there's a huge spike and they just yeah. like you can see the the diagram like playing out and then all of a sudden it's just like oh yeah that's in the brood crash landed on krakoa and wiped out what the <laughs> what happened here you're just looking what? at like a chart there's like what what uh, what happened? Oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah. But the, that issue was a, that was a good cliffhanger. And then this one kind of picked up really well from where it left off and then just continues that that beat, that motion forward very, very uniquely, but on, on point each time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, very smooth. Very uh, just we just get into it, which is great. Uh, but before yeah, we different. get it, definitely yeah. different. Yeah. Before we get into it, though, what? Let's talk about this cover. Look at this beautiful art. Oh, yeah. It is fantastic, and uh, I just mentioned recently, um, use artwork has not been uh, my favorite, and to be fair, even the character artwork in this still isn't my favorite, but uh, let's, the character artwork isn't uh, what's fascinating in this issue. In this issue, we see some beautiful landscapes, some beautiful like spacescapes, um and like uh spaceship artwork just like uh details of like the vastness of space and the depth of space especially the last panel i want to talk about that is is pretty awesome um and uh yeah i'm really like everything i've stated about you uh, as artwork i i take it back this issue has brought me into use art world and i i love it i'm on board now yeah, the good old uh, Lionel Francis Yu is stepping up the game in, in not only this overall in the presentation, but it's it's got me excited about how the next issue is going to be handled because of just what I've seen in this one alone. I mean, this cover is fun. There's a lot going yeah, on here, but it, it's fun. I like it. Look how excited Oracle looks in the bottom right next to yeah. uh, Kid, uh, Kid Gladiator. Why is Oracle yeah. so happy? She's got that mouth open. She's got no face. She's like, yeah. She's like, yeah. even vulcan's getting in on it he's got Mm -hmm. a bit of a like he's not as like just jazz as oracle is i i feel nothing but elation looking at how happy oracle is and i just can't help but 
be like, yeah, like, I don't know why, but I'm right there with you. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it, Oracle. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, but what, it's like, this is, this is like a, a, what you would almost consider like a clusterfuck of characters on this, on this cover, but it fits, it all works. They're literally busting mm-hmm. out of the cover, but it fits symmetrically. It all brings your eye around the images with a perfect rounding and everything just centers right back. Oh, and it yeah. pulls you up to the top. I like it. I like fucking Sykes fucking flexing in the back where it's just oh, yeah. like, it adds to that whole weird sitcom-y feel that we've been getting from the X-Men. <laughs> so where it's almost just, yeah, it's almost just like a, a like the, they're just they don't even realize that they're they're being so comical in their presentation. Like it's almost normal to them, but someone like us, the reader, is like, this is kind of campy. But, there, yeah. but I'm fine with it. It works. It works to how absurd it all is. And especially since you have a character like like Brew is like one of the focus of this issues. Mm-hmm. He's already a ridiculous and over the top character in his in his presentation alone. Because even though he's refrained and well dressed, the aspect of a brood being civilized is very ridiculous. So, Still, yeah. so I like it. It fits. It fits in the almost uh, creepy normalization of of the Summers family and Bruce's uh, appearance. So, it's I a great start. It's a good, issue. Uh, yeah. good start. Take off the typography and the logos. That would this would make a great poster. Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah, it, it does definitely. It, it's got the movie poster vibe. Even this this is Star Wars right here. Look at it mm-hmm. all the way. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. Let's get into this, shall we? Yeah. Let's do it. So we start in Hala. Then, uh, so the past. We're in the past sometime. Uh, Kree Empire. Uh-huh. And uh, we're, we're met with a uh, accuser. And they're kind of talking. He's talking to, it looks like, some uh, Kree scientists, right? And yeah, I believe they're part of. They were referred to as the the black the bl- judges. Yes. I yeah, which is like the science arm of the accusers. Right, and uh, they are talking about this parasitic creature, this all-consuming parasitic creature, and how they adapt and consume and and whatnot. And they're referring to, of course, uh, the brood, the brood. Right, and we see right. them have a captured brood uh, uh, in a cell, and uh, they're talking about its adaptivity, right? And as they're talking about its adaptivity, it's showing kind of how it, it consumes, takes over a host, and it replicates and moves on, right? And we kind of see this it, it, uh, this poor asshole who got this sent into the <laughs> sent and test subject number five, please into the chamber. <laughs> and this asshole. I, I, <laughs> I know it's kind of our thing to bring up uh, Bearhoven, but I mean, I got a Starship Troopers vibe from this right away, where oh, yeah. it felt like that scene with NPH, and they were like testing out what the mm-hmm. the bugs could do, and it essentially was like, "Watch, look here. Would you like to?" Avoid? And it's just like, "Ah, it's ripping them apart." And then it infects him, but they make a nice little note here where they're like, hey, it doesn't only consume the host, but it also consumes their knowledge. Yes. So not only does it turn it into one of them, but it also has the knowledge that that creature had originally, which is now part of the collective hive. Exactly. And, the key- uh, and that's a great transformation image at the bottom left, too. Like I like that with the like just the teeth warping out of its face and yeah. just the weird mutation. Um, yeah. Looks and- painful. 
looks very painful like you're coming out of your you're pretty much being ripped apart from the inside almost yeah and you get like a jaw structure growing out of your fucking Fine. Fine. <laughs> here's this giant structure that's bigger than your jaw bones enjoy this <laughs> yeah. oh, man. and now there are two <laughs> yep and now there's two of them yeah um so uh, yeah the uh, accuser finds this fascinating and he goes into the uh he goes into it he goes into the thing it looks like he's about to lay down some business and as this is happening uh these scientists are still talking uh one of them mentions that they're matriarchal right and uh more or less that uh they want to uh genetically seed them they want to control them with some type of biological mechanism and as this is happening the accuser is just laying down the hammer of justice clean it up yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's like all right experiment over time to move on time to move <laughs> on yeah and i like the panel at the bottom where he just like hits some baseball bat style and then we get that eyeball just flying flying off yeah, a head splatter with an eyeball escaping uh, mm. terminal velocity. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's great. I like it too. How he was like, "This is some cool shit we learned," and then he just goes in there and he's like, "All right, all right yeah." <laughs> uh, and the other scientists would just sit back. They're like, "All right, this worked out well. I think, I think we're getting onto something. I think we're starting to figure out how to weaponize this species." Exactly. And this is key for moving forward. And the issue is that mm. the foundation of what is said here is that. The creeper behind pretty much the weaponization of the brood in the universe. Yes. Uh, they also mention um, that uh, when left to their own volition, the hive is unpredictable and will start like just dead, killing other hives. I think this is in result of a uh, lack of a queen, which they yeah, go into detail later. Ever- then one of the higher up queens will then begin a, a like a almost a, a bide for the throne against right. another higher up queen and that would lead to a infighting that decimates their numbers they, they actually explain that if they want to strategically implement the king later on they have to do it at the beginning of that right. once the empress is out of the picture because if they wait too long then their uh their numbers will dwindle to the point where it will impact them negatively Right. Um, yes. So the uh, accuser kind of gets out of the chamber, wipes off his hammer, and this is where we kind of find out the king egg, as you said, right? This is this yeah. tool that they're using to uh, to kind of uh, control, uh, for the most part. Did usurp uh, control away from the 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 matriarchal uh, paradigm that the uh, that the brood has? This kind of finds a way to sneak in and use their pheromones against them, kind of playing off their biology. Right, right. And uh, he, so he goes and he walks over to uh, the Supremer, which looks like the Supreme Intelligence, a, a version of the Supreme Intelligence, or a Supreme Intelligence. I think it's a facet. A facet. This is just the facet of the Supreme Intelligence. It's probably yeah. tied to one. Um, and he's asking the usefulness of, uh, this weapon, more or less, and, 
um he's saying that like it'll take more or less uh take a while like you gotta wait for replication to happen to a point that'll be like uh, what does he say like no less than eight millennia for a hive society possessing sufficient volume and intelligence to topple a rival empire specifically yeah exactly. you gotta sit on this one literally no pun intended on the king egg but they, they don't have the numbers right now to viably weaponize the brood because if they implement the king egg uh a paradigm then they'll they'll turn against each other too quickly and right. it, they'll just lose and even what they do lose and they manage to control will be too weak to actually topple any other spacefaring empire because then like the shiar would just be like okay cool you got like you know a million brood but you know gladiator probably could kill half that <laughs> yeah so yeah um yeah i find i like that i calculated that the uh most inte- most favorable target the shiar so instantly the next thing i said was a uh, weapon approved feel yeah. like it, there's no intelligence involved in that that was all a hateful decision <laughs> he said you know what fuck them yeah. approved <laughs> <laughs> right she are she are fuck it you know, she are once cut me off in space and, you know didn't even fucking give me the, the i'm sorry wave let's take him down <laughs> is that what this war is all about yeah it's not what almost all war is about just a little bit of like momentary fuck up yeah. followed by no apologetics so now it's just like no, all right everyone's huge. gonna die yep. you didn't see sorry i'll murder your family <laughs> War. Uh, so yeah, um, more or less, uh, they're like, we'll be gone, <laughs> and they pretty much thank it, and that's pretty much it, more or less. Yeah, yeah, they're like, we'll leave our legacy to the rest of the the universe to deal with, and yeah, uh, someone else's problem. You, you have a you have a great day, uh, hanging out in your tube. And we'll get back to work. <laughs> sure. Peace. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's how the prelude to this issue starts. Um, so cool. We know we got a setup, right? The King Egg. We know what's what it's about. Finally, we know exactly what its purpose is and its intentions. But what will happen to it? Let's find out, shall we? The King Egg, the new mutants. Yeah brought a king egg home from space. Unfortunately, the king egg brings with it trillions of hungry brood. Now the X-Men have taken the king egg off Earth, but the brood aren't the only ones after it. A Kree accuser took the Starjammers hostage, holding them in exchange for information and unwittingly exposing his presence in Shi'ar space. Now Gladiator, Kid Gladiator, and the Imperial Guard are after him and everyone's about to run into one another let's see how this goes yeah what's that about everyone does just kind of run into each other <laughs> yeah it, it at first uh, you would be like okay this doesn't make sense the universe is so big like how is this happening but since hickman is doing this issue it feels a lot like he's still writing those new mutants issues mm-hmm. And in New Mutants, that was very complex of just like, oh, we all clusterfuck together. And it, yeah. it's, it's very plot devicey, but the way it's used so half-heartedly kind of plays to the campiness of, of those New Mutant issues. And I feel like it's still happening here, and I like it. I do bit. like what he's doing. I do appreciate it. I can suspend that disbelief here because of just how it was used before and the comedic effect to it. 
Um, I mean, if he leans on it too hard going forward, right. it's going to start hitting a point where it's like, all right, Hickman, what are you doing? Like, this is this how we're going to bounce around the universe? Everyone's just going to constantly run into each other forever. Space, <laughs> like the Korean Empire is even like right next to the Shia Empire. They're oh. separated by a lot of space. A lot of space. Yeah, the, the scrolls in them are closer. Like, what's happening? But you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it a pass for this issue and and maybe the next couple ones. But he can't. He can't. I don't think he's going to recycle this much more. Hopefully this kind of it's a good crux right here, anyways. Where I feel like it's a culmination. But it's been fun. I've liked it. I've never had a great time with what Hickman's doing, especially here and what he did in New Mutants. Most definitely. Um, but moving on, uh, we go 8,000 years later. So that was 8,000 years ago. Share space now. Um, and we're back on the ship. This is not the uh, Blackbird, is it? No. This is something new. Okay. It's like weird, like space, space shuttle esque yeah. looking ship. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they're they're pretty much outrunning uh, a sloth of uh, brood, just kind of uh, in their wake. Uh, just meandering behind them on their fucking mobile uh, space whale fortresses. Space whales, <laughs> yeah, and no one seems kind of. Uh, everyone seems kind of calm. For like yeah. what Cyclops is saying, he's pretty much like, I don't think we could. They're gaining on us. We're not gonna outrun them. Pretty much longer. Yeah, yeah. Alex is throwing uh, is throwing out the fact that like, hey man, like it doesn't seem like we're getting away from them. They're actually getting closer, but they're they're determined. I mean, look how determined Scott is and and Vulcan. They're like, yeah, we got this. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I like their faces. They're just not even wavering in any way. Uh, yeah, and, and then we cut to the next uh, page, and this is where use artwork comes back into play in a negative way. Look at uh, Havoc's face right here, where he's pointing. Ooh, boy, that face! That's a yeah, rough, look at that chin, man. That's a rough what is, he looks like he's got a Popeye chin, like he's got some sort of yeah, cancer. He's got that butt chin a little bit. <laughs> uh, I don't even know. It's like swollen, so it's like. Uh, I had a buddy like that growing up. He had to get like a surgery and stuff. It's like a tumor, man. <laughs> Maybe that's what's fucking with Alex's head. Maybe, yeah, he's, Alex. got like, he's got like a tumor press on his brain that's growing from his chin. But, uh... Yeah, you're right. You're right. It is kind of funny. And, and funny. almost like Scott and, Vol- and Vulcan's uh, faces mirroring each other is actually kind of funny too. A little bit. <laughs> how little... serious they are. They're just yeah. Like, yeah. super serious look at us um yeah yeah, but alex is like yeah we don't need to worry about what's behind us because in front of us is more more whales with more brood it's crawling out of their eyes which is so creepy every time it's so creepy and i like the artwork on these whales too it works like the creepiness of the crawling of the brood on them it works I think it adds to the uh, impending doom of the brood because originally when they showed the whales, especially going back, especially going back to like the nineties, mm-hmm. typically when they would travel, they wouldn't show the brood like pouring out of their eyes or mouth right. and just crawling all over their body. They've been doing that a lot now in this Dawn of X run, and I love it. I really think it shows that like, oh shit, the brood are coming. They're they're fucking already pouring out of these creatures. It's like, oh man, get ready, and it's the, the eeriness is there from the get go. Which is great artwork. It is. It's good when you can apply that kind of emotion in just a visual aspect. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah, it seems like they are fucked. But we'll find out in a little bit because we cut 
to a spaceship, uh, spaceport. I can't tell. It's circular. I, I think it's supposed to be a station. Station. Because uh, I, I know just a few pages they refer to it as a station, a space okay. station. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, this is the, I guess, a, a Q, the Cusers uh, space station that we met last issue, the one that captured uh, the... Uh, Star Jammers, yeah. Star Jammers. And uh, pretty much we're hearing him kind of uh, talk... Not to the Star Jammers, and he's talking to uh, Roberto, it looks like. Senor DeCosta in the house. Yes. I'm excited. You already know that's good. Yeah. And they're making negotiations about the King Egg, which is kind of where they left off last time, I think. So they're kind of doubling down again, but no worries, because I like it, because it's it's DeCosta, and he says his usual DeCosta things, and he's just like, okay, so... I know you're going to be mad, but not as mad as your captain's there, but mad nonetheless. Anyway, so totally forgot, completely slipped my mind. We were watching the, uh, what is it, the Shear version of Space Jeopardy? Uh, uh, so, yeah, yeah, Space Jeopardy. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder what that's like. He was mad because he's like, I got to tell you how mad I am not knowing any of these answers. <laughs> it's very frustrating. Very frustrating. <laughs> Oh man, it's uh, it's pissing off uh, Corsair. I love the relationship that has been built between yeah. Bobby and Corsair. This love hate relationship. I feel like they need, I need, they need like a, a Bobby and Star Jammers solo series or something like that. I would read that. Uh, I would read it. Uh, I just picture like, uh, like uh, Corsair coming in and he's like DaCosta. <laughs> <laughs> Robot house. Robot house. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, he settles him down. Sunspot settles him. Uh, settles him down. He's like, relax. I'm joking. Good news. Good news. Uh, King Ink is coming your way. And then uh, the uh, space station all of a sudden gets a huge just dump on it. And uh, they they figure out they're being boarded, right? And yeah. <laughs> and then you see uh, Sunspot, and then we get a uh, Bobby coming in, and he's like, "The bad news, or not Bobby, Sam coming in, and he's like, uh, uh, bad news is uh, Sam's wife tracked you, and we got some people coming your way." And uh, yeah, and Sam's like, "Bang bang, dummies!" And right when that happens, we get a big uh, smash through the door. And look at this pose, this epic space hero pose of the great gladiator. gladiator he doesn't even need the gun. He just looks more badass no, with it. He's he just doesn't. Like, I brought this for a fact. He really doesn't. I don't know why he's been he rocking a gun. Like, but... At this point onward, it's, it's he doesn't even use it. He's just like, I needed to make that entrance. Gun, you're done. And he just gets rid of it. And I love the arrogance. He's like, you seem lost, accuser. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are they are in a Shi'ar space. Um, so yeah, uh, he's the accuser uh, responds by saying, uh, "All will be judged, Magister. It does you don't understand what's at play here, good sir?" And uh, this is where he doesn't say "good sir." I think he says, uh, "What does he say?" He says, "For this is a righteous." millennial righteous and then it says millennial work i am engaged in yes and uh this is when uh, we get uh gladiator jr popping in going yo pops yo dad 
He's just all like, I know, I know you're always busy running that empire, doing your thing with your imperial nonsense and, and, and whatnot. And you're always not making time for me and whatnot. And, and he's just all like, you know, if you fuck this guy up, I'll forgive you for all of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know, you've been there most of my childhood. We'll, we'll be square. If you just kick the shit out of this guy just right now, fuck this guy up. He uh, just looks at, looks back at him, and then the next panel is just them going head to head. It's great. I love it. Yeah, I love that. Just jump towards each other, and you could see just the passage of motion by the line mm-hmm. work. That's oh, yeah. It's, there's really some stuff that you just nail it in this. This scene right here, particularly this panel. Oh, it's is, beautiful. So yeah, this like is, that could be a, a poster itself, like a sideways one, yeah. Oh, Going yeah, up. definitely. I would love this oh, as a poster. Oh, yeah, that would dope above a computer, yeah. And the action that follows is glorious and beautiful, because I imagine this one attack is all that it takes. They, they clash, and Gladiator pretty much smashes him, hits him. He flies out of the space station out into space he passes (laughs) passes freaking cyclops and the gang's ship who is being attacked by brood yeah in real time that would have been great like as it's just like oh i think it's a space station up there what's going on and then all of a sudden an accuser just goes flying past you in space (laughs) flies past him in space past the ship and then into the mouth of one of the uh, space whales, and it just goes chomp. I think it actually takes out a piece of the summer ship, too. It gets a little bit of the tail of the ship, but man. What timing? Gladiator with one punch just was like, nah. <laughs> uh, and everything about the timing is just beautiful and poetic. And uh, I love it. It's it's good, yeah. I hope Hickman doesn't lean on this too much, but man, that was beautiful. Just watching that punch, all the way to like, and you're in the mouth of a space whale. Hey, if Hickman wants to one shot with Gladiator every issue, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, that I mix. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. It's the unexpected space whale. Yeah, which, may, yeah, which is the cherry on top, the the maraschino cherry, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, the accuser's gone. Uh, we cut back to uh, we cut back to uh, the summer ship, and they're they're like, uh, yeah, we're going down. Uh, pretty. And they're much. getting infested too because they're already on the top of the ship. The brood are all around them mm-hmm. on the ship. Yeah, it's pretty much open. Yeah, shit's going down. Uh, and that's when Alice kind of uh, talks to the space station, and he's just uh, like, "Space station, uh, you need to evacuate. We are about to pretty much run into you." And that's when he's like, "You need to." Dad? What? Dad? What's that? <laughs> 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 I like, they're like, should we just go down to the planet that's next to the space station? It's a bigger canvas. And they're like, ah, the space station's right here. Let's figure out what we're going to do. We really don't have much choice. Let's hail them. Maybe we can warn the fucking Corsair. Corsair? Gladiator. What's happening? Everyone's here. <laughs> What's going on? What a reunion. <laughs> Oh man! But yeah, they're all like, uh, "Can't talk. We 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 gotta do stuff." You, why don't you work on trying to land on the planet next to you? And uh, Scott's like, "Land? Are you gonna crash?" This <laughs> is <laughs> yeah, we're past the point of landing. Yeah, and he fucking is... just 
barrels through the space station, Boom. bringing the payload with them. Like yeah. nothing. I like how they went through it pretty well and then barely damaged it, but then the fucking. Yeah, did they? Yeah, I thought they go like through. Or did they miss it? It looks it like, like they... they barely cross the side of it uh, and like kind of don't really take much damage. But the space whale just obliterates. Oh yeah, the space whale just goes headfirst into it. And um, you have a sea of debris raining just down. Just debris, on this planet. just asteroiding down onto the planet. Fun. Oh, poor planet. Hopefully yeah. there's no <laughs> Hopefully there's no life down there because the next panel we cut to is asteroid just crashing down onto yeah. the Earth, we'll, we'll man. Follow the dinosaurs up in this place. Fuck. I don't know how. Uh, I imagine. Uh, how do you think they survived that? Jean did Gene. like a psychic thing. And she's got the little, you can see like that she's doing her little pink psychic wave. Yeah. So they survived the crash, right? And they, they go into a cave. Why not? Going, we, we're on a random alien planet. Where do we go? Dark cave. Let's go. Let's do it. They won't find us in there. I mean, they followed us across the entire galaxy. Yeah. No, it's just a tunnel where we can't escape. There's only two exits. No big deal. Uh, this nice little deep dive into the minds of the brood though where she, scott's like can you get through to them and like deal with it and she's like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> she's like they're run by madness like yeah. they're driven by fear their <laughs> queens push at their every will and she does this big breakdown that's fucking delightful yeah where it really makes you feel like the insanity behind each individual brood, brood. right yeah it's it shows they have no controller. It's just like uh, someone like a little bipolar, you know, but with also those incessant thoughts. That's how I imagine that's kind of like. That's what the the queen's yeah. like is like those kind of thoughts where it's just like you fucking you piece of shit. You murder, consume, kill all. Yeah. But they, she says like some of these drones have felt this for millions of years. Mm-hmm. Like some of these drones have been alive for millennia and this is all they've ever felt. And right now they're feeling it at the utmost amount that they've ever felt in their entire lives. And so they are, they're insane as they can be. And we are pretty much in for the fight of our life. Yeah. As the brutes swarm the shit out of this fucking cave entrance. Right. Is it happening? We're just seeing giants swarms of them, uh, just bust into this cave. And, uh, that's when we get some, uh, some action, pretty much. Well, Jean's still kind of uh, talking, right? At the same time, she's yeah, just talking about like reiterating the idea of like these drones over thousands of years, just like this hurt that they that they they feel like this. Do you think they're gonna overreact, or is this an overreaction? How would you react to this and whatnot? Yeah, it, it, she's like, how badly would you want this threat to die to free you from this push of this, pain and anger pain. and anguish? Yes, and as this is happening, we're getting pretty cool, cool, some cool action. We got a, uh, we got Havoc doing his thing. Cyclops is doing some stuff. Gladiator just punching. Yeah, he one shot that one brute above him. That was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you just see his arm like cocked forward, and then the explosion next to him of, of guts. Yes. <laughs> and then we cut to the next panel. Um, and Jean's still oh, talking. Oh, yeah, this one's great. She's just like, these queens would sacrifice uh, everything to hold on to their power. And this is where we get this single panel page, splash page, beautiful, uh, of just the whole team, everyone fighting. fighting yeah, just as good as the uh, cover, too. It's yeah. very, very cover-like. Oh, yeah. I like how Kid Gladiator is still using his, is still using using his gun. Using a gun, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's, he's pretty OP. 
Yeah. He doesn't need that. But yeah, guns, share, people. Weird. Um, but yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Love it. Love everything about this page. And I like it because like you're getting like there's awesome action between the team, but like look at all the edges and the corners. Like it is covered with brood. Like it, yeah. it, there's no escaping brood. It's a good outline. I didn't notice this the first time going through, but I just caught this. Did you notice that gladiators literally pulling the guts out of one of those broods? Yes. Just yeah. killed I with a fistful of brood guts. I see. <laughs> I yeah, he just I thought he just punched him and that was like entrails left over from the punch, but it's like in the center of his hand. He's clearly gripping it like he yeah. ripped it out that of was, the brute. That was a pull. That was not a push. Yeah. That was not a punch. That was a gri- that was a grab and pull. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture him plunging his hand in and just like pulling it out. And he's yeah. just like, you have to like a hot I'm like a hot knife butter right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, man. Crazy. Yes. Um Yeah. And it seems like everyone's kind of uh getting uh over overtaken it's, it's, yeah, it's just pretty the numbers yeah. the numbers are just world, insanity yeah. right and the millions and millions and millions and there's nothing they could really do about it um yeah she's still monologuing about the king still talking about the king like one on a few too many panels right yeah it's just like come on the king is a threat they will do everything that stands they'll kill everything that stands in between the no, king got it. I got everything it. the yeah. king it's gonna get killed they hate it they don't like fear and anger it's just like we get it god, come on focus on fighting my god you're supposed to be like one of the strongest people here <laughs> uh but yes uh they they fight they fight and it looks like they're about to lose all seems lost until wait did real you... quick did you when she screamed scott did you hear it in the x-men animated series yes voice? yes uh, i was okay. hoping yeah, Scott! of course, I heard Scott. Scott. I was looking for a gene back, but no gene back. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it was good. Yeah. I, I was just like, yes. Uh, that's great. I'm glad they throw those in there still. Yeah, they're always classy. Um, but yes, they uh, they stop. They stop. They yep. would just stop cool. attacking. And uh, yeah, they're just all like, yeah, what's, what's going on? Did they lose their fire? And it's like, no, nah, no, nah, we should be dead. <laughs> Why aren't we dead? <laughs> what's going yeah, on? Or, like, Oracle. Well, you know, he still talks with his weird like uh, concepts of fire and energy. He's like, they've lost their fire. To play. Yeah. <laughs> <They're> inner burn. <laughs> Uh, it's, like, oh, it. it's a win. Yeah. <laughs> we won. I'm counting it. This is our victory. <laughs> but, but yeah. I mean, of course, Sarah's just like uh, wiping off uh, some nasties on him. Where he's just like, where the hell is that egg? It shouldn't. It, we should be dead. Why aren't we dead? Yeah, Oracle this brings us up the fact that they're all functioning in a singular mind, mm. which does, is not a good sign. Yeah. Something, something intense has happened. Exactly. Because, again, these are just separate queens. Uh, but they're all working together now. And we look up, and who do we see, Danny? We see uh, Brew, which has been suspiciously uh, non uh, in the front lines and quiet throughout this issue. And that's because Brew is now going from essentially lower tier X Men to now king level uh, leader of a empire. Indeed. <laughs> And uh, just one meal. <laughs> one hell of a, that's one hell of an eggs bent addict, I have to say. Yeah, man. What, what He's is... chowing down right on the... He just like to fuck it. I'm cracking this thing open. If I'm going to die, I'm not going to die hungry. 
No, he's brilliant. He knew what he was doing. He was like, well, I guess I could stop this if I just fucking eat this thing. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he was driven towards it, too. Um, you think? I don't know, because... Well, he was I, holding I, it earlier, wasn't he? Like, our last issue. Yeah, I think he was, but it, I, his whole mutant thing is that he is the opposite of the brood in every aspect. Like, the hive mind and the emotional, traumatic... Uh, drive is removed from him completely like that's his that's his whole thing i think it was a judgment call he's, he's very intelligent they kind of built him like a beast character so i feel that he was just hungry? kind of yeah well not hungry but just playing playing the odds and saying like okay uh cold and calculating from that kind of aspect if i eat this egg i can save everyone and i could set things right this is a lot to put on me. This is a lot of power to rest on one person. But fuck it. The alternatives are we die. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. Uh, yes. So, yeah, we see him eating the egg. And uh, we get this great... This this is a page I was referring to. I love this panel at the bottom of the entire team. If you start from the bottom and just kind of work your way up and you see the team... You see Baru, and then you just kind of see the kind of hat that the kind of collective where you see the drones, then the uh, the queens, and then you see the above it the, the space whales. Just the the vastness of it is awesome. I love it. Yeah, and and it's broken down really well by Jean, where it's where she says a spawning ground for predators, for parasites, for brood, ten thousand worlds. Six trillion, trillion drones, 1,000 queens, and now one, one king. To rule them all. To and rule. in the darkness, find them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The one egg to rule them all. The one egg to rule them all. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, what a phenomenal. Also, oh. once again, a perfect poster, a perfect cover page. This is these. This, we get three dope ass cover pages in one issue. Right? And you is stepping up. Awesome. Awesome, you. Awesome. I bow down to you. <laughs> you bow uh, down to you, you? To you, you. To you, you. Yeah. yeah. Not you. You. Not you. <laughs> how, how often does that happen? Who's, <laughs> the world, you. Who's on you're first? probably at the point where it's like, please, don't make that joke. Please I'm going to kill myself. I'm like two days away. I hear one <laughs> more time. <laughs> Uh, uh, but we got a nice little Hickman graph that's yeah. taking us back to the summoner. Oh, or the yeah. Supremer. Supremer. Um, not, not the summoner. That's a different weird uh, graph. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the eyes of the Supremer reported the secret order of black judges regarding the creation of a weaponized slave catalyst for hive species. And it seemed like they tried a couple of things the tall bow bowery do you know what species that is no and they're extinct and that's and they're why. extinct and that's probably I looked why. Up even in the marvel database and they're like no it doesn't nope go on uh, gotcha so they so, probably uh, fucked with the species and f- destroyed them yeah um and then and then the sidriri we do know because do of uh issue one of uh, nightcrawler they right. ran into those at the uh mansion yes the little so, bug things uh, and they're noted as a failure due to their mind structure, which I assume because they function as like a weird hive mind creature that separates but then can reform. I don't mm. know. I guess it's radical. Like, I don't understand why they couldn't 100%, but that's loosely what I feel. Who knows? Uh, scatter. Success minor, too. So that's some success with Scatter. 
Now, Scatter is like a uh, kind of they they look like uh, humanoid creatures, mm-hmm. but inside them they have insectoid parasite brains. Okay. So essentially, they they're they're just parasite insect brain creatures, and I guess they were not able to be wielded a hundred percent, but they did have minor success with that. I guess those were the first ones that they had success with compared to the brood. Nice. And uh, those, those are old, uh, like 94, 95 introduced uh, during Forceworks, something like that. Mm. They, they were sent against the Avengers, they were sent against Forceworks. I think the X-Men even dealt with them at one time, but not anything too familiar in my mm-hmm. book when it comes to the scattered but i knew no, i know they're definitely they're definitely part of the mythos uh, right. alien myth. and then they also tried on the phalanx which is interesting and that's also a failure um, yeah that's surprising i'm i'm impressed I'm, I'm i mean obviously failure from it says failure from adaptivity so mm. what i'm assuming is that the phalanx was too rapid at adapting for them to ever corral in and control Gotcha. That's what I would assume is that the second they think that they have it under control, the phalanx would just adapt out of it and they go rogue. So they're like, fuck this. I am surprised they could even get to the point of trying to utilize the phalanx. That seems like that would be impossible. Right. Like you would be asking for trouble bringing the phalanx to your planet to experiment on. It would just consume you. And then to, it would turn you and essentially what you were turning it into. <laughs> Felix is like you do not. Cr-. He's like you can't rein us in. We rein you in. <laughs> but that is cool. I like that they threw that in as a nod because you're right. A phalanx can, if you can wield it, would be very powerful. Right, right, yeah. I feel like they're just too overwhelming. They probably saw them and was also like, yeah, we're not gonna let you ascend, bitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like no, no ascending for you. Sorry, pass. The Kree are like, we're halfway there. We already have the blue skin. Like, come on. And they're like, nope. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. Now, now the, the goo Knossis? Gnois? The goo Knois? That They're extinct as well, so I assume that's why we don't know about them. It says uh, biological integrity, so I don't know what that means. That maybe they just break down after they try to... Uh, weaponize them mm-hmm. but yeah they're extinct so obviously marvel's not gonna have anything about them as well and then lastly the bird which and, their success was major yep and that was the success so uh we learned a little bit about the brood they're the first galactic predators right um we learned kind of like their matriarchal caste system right so it's the empress right which is the big the the highest do you notice their origin is similar to Galactus? They entered the universe through a dark matter full collapsing universe. universe. Yeah, just like, just like Galactus was like, I'm out of this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't their universe like a part of like the Cancerverse? Not the Cancerverse. The it was like a sh- it was kind of a Cancerverse kind of universe that was collapsing, right? I believe so, but I think that was due to what they. I don't know if they were an actual evolution of it or. If the, the, this was like a causality of it, it's hard to tell. But yeah, they're they're technically extra universal, which yes. I, I I forget. Yep, they are not of six to six. So yeah, we got uh, Empress and then uh, Firstborns, 
And then the queens, right? This is, I don't think we've seen a firstborn yet. Or the firstborns, the like big things that we see in that big panel, the panel back. I believe so. Or those are queens. Or those are queens, right? They might be. There might be queens. Usually the queens are stationary on their own planet, though. Rarely do. I feel like queens wouldn't. Front line. Yeah. Firstborn, I would believe, though. Firstborn. Yes. And then a dwarf. Maybe it's a dwarf queen. Dwarf queen and then drone. Mm hmm. Uh, so yeah, there is a cast system with it, and uh, essentially, they this is what we find out about what the Cree were doing. They're they're trying to figure out what the catalyst is, and it resulted in a pheromone-based solution that works for total control of the species. And uh, what they found out is that the species, uh, or the black judges found out that the pheromone is a weapon to hack uh, and seize control of the hive mind uh, by reproducing and supercharging the pheromonal empress effect. And this is what we talked about earlier about kind of like uh, taking over a, or using the king egg to hijack uh, a, a swarm during i guess a vulnerable state yes uh, a top tier so what 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 you want to do is essentially take out a queen an empress and then put someone in uh that you can control that has control of the king egg while they're beginning to start to fight for control so before the fighting really pops off and they find a new empress you go in and put in your own empress with the king egg, and then that's how you can control the hive. But you got to do it quick because once the infight starts, you're going to lose a fuck ton of brood. So many numbers go down from fighting. Yeah, 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 because we're talking like whole planets of brood going to war with whole planets of brood instantly. Yes, all members. It's not like they're like these are our warriors. It's just like all of the planet is now fighting all of the other planet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah, it's it's pretty interesting the kind of system and they said that they could never really replicate the full system because what it is is it's half. Yeah, it's half pheromonal and it's half uh, telepathic. And they, they pretty much figured out if they play the system right, they can utilize the pheromones and still get by with that working. But it's a limited time. Yeah, That's well, they say the they, they, they supercharge and hijacked uh, the first one because they can't do the second one. So, I mean, they don't know how the, the psychic, how their psychic connection works. So, uh, fuck it. We'll just pump them. Like, we'll give them their pheromones, but like on steroids. Cause that's what, that's what humans do best. Or I guess mutants in this, or Kree in this case. But that's what, uh, evolved species do best is like 10 exit, yeah. right? Like fucking, you want the coco leaf? Nah, man. Cocaine. You want this pheromone? <laughs> nah, man. King egg. We're 10 Xing it. It's going to be like catnip for this food. <laughs> Yeah, I also like this side note that the nest wars for uh, between the rival queens is it lasts usually several decades. Yes, <laughs> Long time. And it's, it's like just decades of wars happening around the galaxy between these brute queens. It's ridiculous. Oh man, that's frightening. How, how long did they this. say they ended up saying the? Uh, oh no, wait, that's next. The King Age. Uh, the King Egg is on the next uh, infograph where they talk about how long it lasts. I think it was an estimated of uh, five to ten Cree cycles. Yeah, what what the fuck is it? I tried to look it I up. Forget I forget what a Cree cycle it. is. I know that they mentioned it in one of the previous I've seen New it. Mutants issues, I believe. I might be wrong. 
Ah, uh, no, nothing comes up when I type in. Well, yeah, I threw it into Google. I was like, what? What's a Kree cycle? How long are the cycles of time in the Kree galaxy, in the Empire of the Kree? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. yeah so, uh, but I mean, I assume that it's a long time. Yes. And they also mentioned that a king egg can secede as king egg, right? Or king egg can yes, disrupt. Yes, there can be another egg. one to disrupt the host control behind. Yes. So you can keep jockeying if you have enough king eggs. But from what I've seen, they, their development and implementation is pretty limited. Right. So I highly doubt they have another king egg just on hand. Right. But, but you know Hickman, and this is Hickman's baby right here. Mm -hmm. He's running the helm. He's not just head of X. He's right in this issue. If he's mentioning this, the note, production of a rival king egg, can't disrupt a host king and control of a king egg. That's happening. This is going to happen. I know this is going to fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> like he, literally, he literally closed out with this. He's like, oh, and by the way, yeah, <laughs> get ready. So this is not an end all kind of moment for Brew. Or for Brew. Mm, he, he's, yeah. he's in control. He is now the leader of the uh, Brood Empire, but how long? You don't know. Who knows? No, no. And that's a double Hickman back-to-back -back, uh, infograph. He hasn't done that since like House and Powers, I believe. No, yeah, yeah. Good graphs in this. Yeah, good graphs. We got some yeah. good information in this one. Yeah, a lot For of world sure. building going on here. Very well done world building, too. It definitely gives me a better understanding of what this King Egg is supposed to be used for and how it functions. And yeah. goddamn, the Kree always trying to weaponize people and utilize it. Fucking the poor inhumans don't get a break. <laughs> like, right. I was looking at the comments in, uh, in like this episode, and one of the comments that someone left was fucking Kree and their stupid experiments. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, yeah I, get it. Right? I feel your pain. <laughs> it just can't stop. Like, it just can't get a break. Yeah, uh, they. they, they they love to just fuck with people, man. They love it. Plastic Cree. Um, <laughs> but, that, <laughs> but that'll do it for this issue. Danny, what did you think? What was your favorite moment? Uh, it had to be hands down when uh, Gladiator punched uh, the accuser through the ship. Yeah. And then past the summer ship and then into the mouth of the fucking space well. <laughs> oh so good man i put a smile on my face like ear to ear yeah just huge huge smile and i loved it uh, that was great i love that i love that last page where you see the vastness of all of the brood that was one of my uh favorite moments uh as well um no what else was good? Um, watching uh, the Kree just kind of have this like Starship Troopers moment was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. In the beginning, that was very, yeah, very in line with what Starship Troopers <laughs> did with the the demonstration of the weaknesses and the evolutions of the of the bugs. I I, I have to imagine that's where they took some of the inf inf uh, inspiration, mm -hmm. but you know that might just yeah. be me projecting. <laughs> I want to believe. <laughs> right? I hope. I hope. <laughs> that fits so perfect. So uh, the the mutants have they got the brood now. They got like all this medicine. They pretty much control the the world economy. Man, they have. I mean, Namor seems like he's abstaining from helping them out, but I feel like push comes to shove, he and the Atlanteans would rise to help the mutants. You think I so? Kind of feel 
over yeah, so, humanity? Yes, because you, you know he's got more tie to them than than he does the, the surface world, as he likes to refer to it. So I feel like they're 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 in their corner too, secretly. They have the second island with the summoners. Yes, they got that. Uh, which seems like it's going to play a bigger role in Ten of X, ter- Ten of Swords. Yeah. <laughs> X of Swords, you mean? <laughs> you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. I don't know. This what's is modern day. We are not in Rome. <laughs> we are not in Rome. Um. Yeah, I I think it's. I found out that I think it was named Ten of Swords because it's kind of it's supposed to play off of tarot cards. So it's like a Ten of Swords tarot card. I thought Sobolski was like, no, it's Ex of Swords. Eh. I don't know anymore. People say their own thing and they attach it to their own identity, which makes having a clear and concise collective corporate uh, understanding uh, not possible. Yeah, and you get a lot of these writers at Marvel that kind of go off the rails and do their own thing to the point of just wait everyone else meant something else and you kind of hijacked the story and made it mm-hmm. into something that conflicts 100 percent with the narrative now good job asshole right. <laughs> way to write for a greater story <laughs> oh man that sucks it sucks talking about you bandit <laughs> he's off superman december is he they're, they're canon he's out Ooh, well, there you go. Bendis is off. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Damage done. It don't matter anymore. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with that. I don't know. I didn't read it. Don't care. Won't read it. Don't. It's unfortunate. But it seemed like the people that were really into, like, what was happening with Superman during Rebirth uh, is, like, mad because it seemed like there was finally... Fans were finally getting something that they wanted back on track after the death of Superman. And then Bendis, Bendis, out of nowhere, left ball, or left. You're trying to build a foundation. There's cannon here for me to fuck up. Oh, I'm gonna do great. <laughs> Bendis is great. Yeah, Bendis is hungry. <laughs> Bendis is hungry. I must beast on your legacy, <laughs> and then shit out my own. <laughs> oh boy. Um. So yeah. I feel for those Superman fans. Um, any other thoughts on this issue, Danny? Uh, no, that's it. It was a great issue. Phenomenal. Uh, keep it up. I mean, it is kind of funny that uh, for the Imperial Guard, they brought, they brought Oracle and Manta, which was... was Manta like, didn't yeah. do shit. Yeah, she, just kind of, she didn't even like, shoot her like energy beams anywhere. She just kind of floated around and she was like, look at me, I'm Manta. <laughs> <laughs> At least punch some shit, which was kind of funny to see Orc like throwing down physically. I'm like, you're more of a like, tele- like telepath and like kind of like a background character for like support, right? Yeah, it's like if Gene went frontline and just started hitting things. <laughs> it's like, what are you like, doing? That's literally, what happened? I'm like, you could have brought Smasher or a bunch of other people yeah. that would have fit more appropriate here. But I guess at this point, you got Gladiator and Kid Gladiator. Really, everyone else is just support. They're not. You just made your white mage use attack. You never use your white mage use attack. It's like only 10 <laughs> HP, man. Come on. <laughs> Two damage. <laughs> Gladiators over here like, nine, nine, nine. Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> nine, nine, nine. <laughs> critical, 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 critical. Yeah. 
Oh, man. But that'll do it for X-Men issue number nine. Next week, we are going into Marauders. And we are going back to... uh, You want to do two issues? You want to do three issues? I was thinking about doing Marauders issues 10 through 12. Essentially, uh, get back to... Let's get Kitty back. Catch up to Kitty. You got me at that. 100%. Yeah. Let's believe- get back to the Marauders that we, we started to like and care about. Exactly. So we'll power through those issues to get you back to the Kate that we all love. And Have you seen the, the new tattoo on her hand that they were showing off? It was like something Hate Shaw or Kill Shaw or something like that. Kill, yeah. Kill Shaw. Yeah. yeah. It's like. I'm like, what is this weird need to tat up Kitty's knucks like she's like a prison inmate again? Um, they're keeping <laughs> that life, persona. They're keeping yeah. that thug life persona, yeah. yeah. Uh, she did the same thing, too. She went into a, not to tease too much of a future issue, but she does go into a, a tattoo parlor, gets a tattoo, and makes out with the tattoo artist. Again? Is it the, the same place in... Uh... No, it's a different place, and it's uh. a female. Oh wow, weird. Yeah, so That's the uh, so the gay community was in love of with that all week this week. That's so bizarre. I don't know why they would change her like that on the fly, but I guess everyone's fucking everyone on Krakoa. She's living that pirate life, man. You gotta fuck whatever, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, so we'll see how that goes, but that will do it for us this week, folks. Remember. Remember, the robots will kill you. So, um, you know, go, go, um, I don't know, tag in, Danny, tag in. Okay, I want you to go out there and I want you to invest in some hedge funds. I got some companies for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, go, go live gluttonously. <laughs> yeah, go live that gluttonous. That's he nice, he nice hey, people. He nice, bitches. That's all I ever recommend to anyone. Heat yeah. nights until you can't no more. Yeah. <laughs>